Welcome to the Carpe Diem Podcast with Matt and Jared. I'm Matt. And I'm Jared. And it's a great day to seize the day. Welcome back to the Carpe Diem Podcast with Matt and Jared. It's uh, not a country porch podcast today as it's a little scorcher out there. Yeah, so we we brought this brought this porch inside. To, probably ain't gonna hear the birds and stuff, but you might hear the dogs whine or whimper as one of them looks at me here, wanting to sit in my lap when I'm not gonna let it. But uh, how's things been rolling? It's been a while since we've done one of these. Yeah, you know, summertime, busy time. Yeah, summer busy, vacations, and yeah. you know, just sickness. I've been sick. Seems like for weeks now. It seems like had a head cold again. Seems like winter would be the time to get sick. I mean, yeah, them, them old summer colds, though, man, they they wreak havoc on you when it's hot out there. You're trying to do that, but it's been a crazy year. So. Anything on your mind today, Jared? Well, there's always stuff on my mind, but um, I feel like, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit before we started this, but, uh, you know, they, they sent that... Uh, I don't know whether it's a ship or an airplane or... Oh, the Virgin Galactic. The Virgin Galactic, yeah. Yeah. Sent that into space with Richard Branson on it. I mean... It's pretty intense, man. That is... um, I feel like that's a big feat, you know? Yeah. And I feel like it's... I guess it is talked about, but it's not a a big of a deal as I thought that it would be, you know? I mean, that's some pretty amazing technology. I mean... Yeah. For the same ship to... I mean, it didn't have to lose its thruster or its boosters or anything like that you know yep. i mean it went went straight up and came right back down i really feel like we've advanced a lot in just like the last five or six years because um, you know i think it was like 2011 i think is when nasa shut down and um they quit doing space missions in uh 2011 i believe is when it was and um you know they were still using that big red, uh, you know, what everybody see, thinks about, or at least me anyway, you know, that big red jet booster with the two yeah. on the sides and then the then the actual the shuttle, shuttle yeah. you know, is attached to it. Um, it's come a long way from that, and and since it's uh, went went uh, private more so than, than government funded. Yeah. Because, um, you know, there for several years, I mean, we still maintain people on the space station, International Space Station, but we were hitching the rides with the Russians and stuff because NASA wasn't doing, yeah, wasn't doing trips anymore. But yeah, I mean that's I think that's a big step. I mean, I think that's huge to, to get it commercialized. You know, I mean, uh, to where private businesses can can pursue that, yeah. uh, the option of going into space because, you know, it's never been done because NASA was the one <coughs> that had to do it all. So, um, and the efficiency of that in particular, the Virgin Galactic, you know, yeah, because normally you think about the traditional shuttles and the boosters and everything, and how much it sheds as it's going through the different tiers, I guess, of the atmosphere. Yeah, has to shed all these different parts. Yeah, but I mean, that one was pretty much just a plane that blew up and came back down. SpaceX does kind of the same thing, yeah, but the ones that drop, have you seen that? Like, Mm-mm. It does drop its boosters or whatever, but they have them they like land, guided, right? and then they land on a ship yeah. out in the ocean. And see, I think that's a big thing because you're not wasting all these 
Yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, you're still going to have to do maintenance and, and stuff to them, I would assume. Yeah. But, um, I mean, just that's... the efficiency, like, if you could, like, when it gets to the point where you could send one up today and then tomorrow that same ship could be ready to go again, I mean, that's where you're talking about becoming commercialized, like, truly commercialized, just like airlines, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that'll be a sight. Oh, yeah. Which, um... <laughs> I, I won't mean, never be able to afford to do it, but yeah. Which Jeff Bezos, you know, going up there for eighteen seconds. Yeah, or something, something like that. Yeah, he ain't gonna be up there long. The amount of money that he's probably gonna spend just to go up there. Well, it's we, gonna take longer to get up there than he's gonna actually be up there. Yeah. Right? And the, you know, we talked about this a while ago with his net worth. Uh, I don't think he he can. Uh, I think he can spare that yeah. little bit of change. It's gonna cost him to. Yeah. That's gonna to that do that. Be like us going to. Buy a pack of gum. Yeah, Yeah, most definitely. That that is uh, one of the main things that just happened today, anyway, was when Richard Branson went up there and and, uh, was taking care of that. What other world events has happened that you you can think of? Oh, I did see see that um, Black Lives Matter has now deemed uh, the American flag... And anyone that flies it is is uh, the American flag is a symbol of hate. They've deemed it a symbol of hate, and that uh, any business that flies it is a racist business. Yeah, I feel like that's um, which that would be the corporation Black Lives Matter that yes, that right correct. And I, I mean, of course, there's a lot of like argument there whether because I feel like the movement is what a lot of like pretty much I mean. Everybody can get behind. Everybody can get behind the movement, but I mean, it's like you've said, you know, a lot, like long time ago, probably a year ago, how the it's it was such a brilliant idea to label it the corporation as Black Lives Matter because just for the fact that yep, I mean, because because if you say yeah, if you say if you say you don't support Black Lives Matter, you you're a racist. But you know? I feel like now you have to make that distinct distinction that I support the movement, I do not support the corporation. In the yeah. same sense that there's a lot of religious people that are religious and they, you know, believe in whatever, but they don't believe in a church, you know, yeah. they don't believe in the monetization of it or whatever you want to look at it. And I feel like it's the same deal where you gotta make that you gotta see that line yeah. where there's a difference between the movement and the ideals that the movement brings and the agenda that the corporation is pushing. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't understand how the... If the American flag represents hate, then... I mean, where do you go from there? Yeah. That's our whole... (laughs) That's literally them trying to... Break America apart. Break it down, you know? I mean, that's like the first step. And who knows if it's really, like... The people behind that could not even be American, for all yeah. you know. Could be they, they, yeah, they could I mean, not. They could be from another country. And, I mean, the biggest thing, though, is that, uh, well, before I hit on that, you know, I saw the other day um, a tweet. Now, I don't know if it was real because I saw it online, you know, it wasn't on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but where Black Lives Matter had posted a tweet that said that this would be the organization or the organization black lives matter again but they had stated that um uh there's more government troops and policing now in 
black communities than there ever was during Trump's administration. And then right below it was a snippet article, like where they had posted it or whatever, you know, from where the mayor of Chicago had called in, called Biden to call up some troops in Chicago uh, after July the 4th because they had like one of the most deadliest weekends in Chicago's history. Um, Why don't you hear about that? Like, over that's over July the fourth, and um, so they had this real bad, you know, a lot of killings and stuff going on. Yeah. So they called in the National Guard or whatever to come help support it, and and now they're saying that doing that, well, you know, Trump offered multiple times to Oregon, Chicago, all these different places. I said, look, man, if y'all, you know, if y'all can't do it, you know, let me know. I'll help. You know, I'll send. I'll authorize the National Guard to come. They didn't want Trump. They didn't want the troops there because Trump's name was attached because Trump's name was attached to it. But now that Biden's in office, they're calling him saying, "Hey, help us out," you know. And and I just think that that's that's where the political side of things just drives me mad. I don't care what side you're on, you know. I mean, you should do what's best for the people. Yeah. If that. the if the best thing for the people is to bring more people in to help control this, then do it. I think you know? it comes down to a pride and an image thing, you know? Because if they accept Trump's help, then in a sense that that would have shown support for Trump, you know? Yeah. And they didn't want Trump to get, get any of that credit. Oh, you know? no. <laughs> Same with the, the virus, you know, and the, the potential of it being an outbreak from the Wuhan facility. Yeah, now it's know? come out. And that... now it's like came out where that is a, a very... Yeah. And and not only and not only what did it come from that facility, but it also was like put out by them. Like not just somebody happened to bring it home, you know, somebody happened to catch it and then bring it home with them, and then it spread from there. Like it was put out, yeah, like intentionally See, was I set loose. That, and, but I mean, I wouldn't doubt. I mean, it, like, I mean, that's one of the talks going around. Nobody actually knows, but because you look at how fast and how. Like hard China came down. Yeah. I mean, it almost, and I'm not saying by any means that this is what happened, but it almost makes you think that they had some sort of plan, you know, that that would happen, you know, which. Well, and the thing that, you know, gets me is that the Dr. Fauci, you know, he said in what was it, 16, 17, something like that, that uh, he saw President Trump face, facing a pandemic. During his presidency, um, unprecedented of anything that we've ever seen, you know. I mean, you're telling me this guy is a fortune teller. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then, and then, oh, all of a sudden, I mean, it's all like you can YouTube that yeah. and see his video where he says that, you yeah. know. So it's not like this is something where somebody's like, oh, I just heard him say this. No, I mean, he's on video saying that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this happens, and now all this stuff is coming out to where. Like him and several other people have ties to this Wuhan clinic. Not just the Wuhan clinic, right? It's the whole, that specific... The virus, viral research yeah. stuff. Yeah. And there's there's so many of those facilities all around. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of them. That hold the deadliest viruses known to man. Yeah. And they're trying to make them deadlier. <laughs> so that they can combat them. Yeah. And within that, you're making a, di- a deadlier virus than could have possibly naturally occurred. You know? Yeah. And now there's talking about, I saw something come across the screen a while ago about the, um, uh, 
the Delta variant yeah. is now the one they're saying is the most deadliest one. You know, but see, I've heard a couple of things. I've heard that it's easier to catch, but it's not as fatal. And I've also heard the opposite, where it's harder to catch, but it's yeah. I don't fatal. know what so the like truth is, but I do know for a fact that a virus is a living thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and what do living things want to do? They multiply. they want to multiply and they want to su- survive. Yeah. And if you're killing your host, you're not going to survive. Right. You know, so these viruses don't want to, I mean, not that they can think, but, you know, naturally, if a variant comes out that is deadly, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, but if one comes out as deadly, it normally doesn't last very long because it's killing its host so fast. Yeah. You know, the ones that last, yeah, the ones that last for so long or the ones that don't kill everybody that it touches Mm -hmm. it's it's spreading that way you know and multiplying and and doing all that so i mean i don't know and and then you know now they're talking about doing the vaccine uh now they're doing the door-to-door uh did you see that where uh biden wants uh the government to go door-to-door to check vaccines and i even saw in north carolina that uh the lieutenant governor here posted that uh, there had been some reports of people going door to door asking, you know, if they've done that. I mean, that's just wrong, man. You know, you're going to somebody's house, and I mean, what's the point of us having HIPAA violation, HIPAA, you know, which is your health care protection, and yeah. saying that you don't have to give your information out? I mean, as a as a manager at a business. I mean, I can't ask somebody if they're sick or if they have a disability or, or STD, yeah, or anything like. like that. I mean, I can't ask them that stuff because it's protected by HIPAA. Right. That's their information. They don't have to share that with anybody. Right. You know, so why should I have to share whether I've had the vaccine or not? You know, should I not be protected by HIPAA it's because of that? People trying to force compliance, like when it, I think what it comes down to. Yeah. You know, people want other people to follow commands yeah and i'm not that's what makes easy that's what makes things easy is when everyone's a follower and no one's yeah all sheep yeah well yeah um and i know we're touching on a lot of different things today but that's kind of what i was thinking was we would just kind of circle uh just bounce around have a little just just like what me and you normally do when we sit around talk yeah we don't try to stay on topic of one thing we just kind of talk around in circles but um you know, I mean, yeah, I've told my stance in the previous podcast that, you know, as far as my eye can see and my mind, I'm not getting the vaccine. Right. I'm not saying I never will because I very possibly might. But, you know, we've got people that work with us that literally have got the vaccine now. And the only reason they got it was because you're now entered into this lottery to be able to win a million dollars for having the vaccine. And the more people that get it, the less your chance of the winning one. Yeah, exactly. And so, the, I mean, but they're, that's literally the only reason that they got it. Right. Is, is because of that. And, and I'm just like... Isn't that sad? I mean... I think it's sad. You know, I, I personally think that we're being human guinea pigs right now. You know, that, yes, I don't doubt that the virus is there. I, I mean, there's people out there that believe the virus doesn't actually even exist. You know, I believe it exists. I believe that it is there. But I don't believe that it is something... Does it kill people? Most definitely. You know, there are people... I know I know people 
they have died from it. Yeah. You know, there's people from our church that had COVID and they died from it. Mm-hmm. So I know people that have died from it. But, but see, when it comes to deaths with, with COVID, a lot of times it wasn't COVID that actually killed them. It was the comorbidities that they were living with, you know? Yeah. Whether it be a compromised immune system or other health. had lung cancer. You yeah. Know, lung cancer finally killed them right after they caught COVID because that was a respiratory, a lot of, you know, yeah, was a lot exactly. of respiratory. I mean, just because you had COVID and you died doesn't mean COVID killed you. Yeah, but that's the way they were labeling it. That's the way they labeled it, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, the the thing that was going around during that time was, you know, bad car accident killed two people. Both were positive for COVID, labeled as COVID deaths. Yeah. You know, he died in a car wreck, you know? Right. Um, uh, and even like George Floyd was listed as a COVID death. You know? <laughs> even though he was. Yeah, even though he was murdered. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. murdered by this <laughs> cop, you know? Right. So, I mean. <laughs> it, it, I mean, I don't know. It's just. I think it's all. <coughs> it's all a big reality show. Yeah. To me, it seems like every. And I'm not talking about just COVID. It's the everything. whole bubble of everything that goes on with pop culture. I mean. There's a puppet master somewhere in my mind. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm. Because I know we're doing a podcast, but I'm holding my hand up like I'm <laughs> a puppet master here. But. There's a puppet master somewhere that is moving all these strings, pulling on these strings that are getting people to do stuff and getting everybody... That guy, man. That French guy. Oh, the the guy we just looked That's at? That's him, man. Yeah, he's I don't think puppet. it's him. I think it could be George Soros, though. <laughs> I feel like he's a puppet. Yeah. Uh, honestly. Yeah, he could be, but... Because um, <laughs> when, when you look at power, you know, what's something that... That directly correlates with power. Money. Exactly. Yep. And there is no power without money, and there's no money without power. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, in a simple form. So if you look at who has the most power, it would somehow correlate to who has the most money or, you know, to some variation of that. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it just makes me think, like, and I'm not saying that even those lists on Google, you Google the, the wealthiest Who knows if those world, are right? Is that right? Yeah, who knows? You know? Yeah. I mean. And it's weird that the first one was, a, it was somebody's name and family. Yeah. You know, it was like his whole family yeah. was. Bernard something French. He's yeah, a French man. Archibald. Yeah. Archibald. Yeah, something, <laughs> something like that in family. And then Jeff Bezos was next. Yeah, which is wild, you know. Yeah. And he was pretty close, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and that's the guy that owns all the. I think it was like point three, point three billion dollars. Right. Like separated. And that would be net worth three million, right? Mm. Or three hundred million. Three hundred. Three hundred million. Yeah. Which isn't a lot. No, when you look at billions of dollars. Course, I think a lot of Jeff Bezos' money came because of the pandemic. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, because we think about the, the guy in first, you know, like what's something that people do to relieve stress a lot is shop, yeah. you know, and therefore, like, goods went they skyrocketed, you know, yeah. especially being able to buy things online and have them shipped to you. Well, his uh, I did read on Google or whatever that it said that the Louis Vuitton guy or whatever he um lost. His his net worth actually plummeted during the pandemic 
because people wasn't buying as many luxury goods. Because um, they lost their jobs and or, much money. Or yeah, whatever. doing that or just was at home, you know, yeah. and wasn't going anywhere. Whereas Jeff Bezos shot up because Everything was everybody was coming, was buying off of Amazon, yeah. you know, and everybody was buying online and getting it shipped to their house, you know. I mean, it's almost to the point where if I go somewhere, and I'm not talking about, like, just to work, just because I don't really see that many cars on my way to work anyways, but if I go to the grocery store, I'm probably going to see an Amazon van or an Amazon 18-wheeler. Yeah, know? and if you don't, you're probably going to see a FedEx or UPS or a mail carrier that definitely has, has Amazon name. packages yeah. in their vehicle. Yeah, everywhere you, know? you look, there's an Amazon package somewhere, yep. you know. So... Yeah, they definitely... Um, Do look on the table over there. I guarantee you there's an envelope or something for Amazon. Oh, probably so. <laughs> but, I mean, and just to think, I mean, they started with in a garage like we talked about a while ago. Yeah, some of the you biggest know? companies did Apple, you know? Yeah, just started from nothing. Facebook, basically. I'm pretty sure, started in a yeah. garage or, or in a something. dorm room or something, according to the movie. <laughs> was, that, was that movie called The Social Dilemma? Yeah. I think that's that true. was the movie about. Yeah, I think that's. I know that the social dilemma touched on a couple of different social media, like it had uh, people that were Napster. Invested Napster, in I know. Napster it was on there. and Twitter and yeah. all these people that foresee, like they foresaw the problems that we're kind of dealing with today with just the. I'm trying to think of the word to call it, but these I want to call it groups, but it group just doesn't. It doesn't hit it like it should. It's almost like a thought, like a thought bubble or like it's these little cells of thinking, you know, where people, they find their, their group on social media, whether it be a Facebook group, you know, moms against applesauce or whatever the yeah. hell it could be. And they just latch on to these ideas and just run with them, you know? Yeah. And it's crazy to me because once you latch on to an idea like that, like, Whatever it could be, you know, like I'm trying, I'm drawing a blank. I mean, it could be <laughs> over g- the gender deals or it could be over racism or whatever, man. Once you like latch yourself onto an idea, you have no room for other thoughts to come in and, you know, yeah. like it. Well, I definitely sure. think, like you said earlier, that, you know, I think the downfall of our country or society as we whole worldwide is social media yeah um and i know you've heard him a little bit and you know you're not that's not really your cup of tea but adam calhoun um is a who's a music artist he sings he raps he does a little bit of everything but um he's like kind of the same mindset as i am on some things i don't agree with him on everything that he says but like on some things and one of them is that um He's like, I ain't going to call you out on social media. He said, I'm not going to call you out in a song. He said, if you've got beef with me, let's meet over in the parking lot and we'll fight over it. <laughs> you know? Right. He's like, and we'll fight and then we'll shake hands at the end and, and everything will be done. And I think a lot of that is what is wrong with our society these days. You know, is that you can hide behind your keyboard or your phone or whatever and talk all the mad crap you want to talk. Because nothing's ever going to happen to you, you know? And you can bully and disrespect and do all this stuff because there's no consequences. Whereas if you're standing in front of somebody and I said something to you 
and you punched me in the nose for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, even but if you're not a violent time, time violent person, yeah. that kind of kept you in check, you know, because you were like... Well, it just kept you from saying anything. Yeah, I mean, you might have still felt it. Yeah. Or thought it. And I feel like even the fighting or if you get hit in the nose because you're Christian, that's not going to change, you know, you're not going to not be Christian because you got punched in the face. You're not going to not be Christian because somebody criticized you on social media. Yeah. You know, which the same goes for literally everything. If you're atheist. If oh, you're, yeah, yeah. Whatever, man. Gay, straight. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, your, your opinion is not going to be changed by some random person giving you shit for, for it in real life or, like, on the internet. You know? Yeah, it's not going to change it. But what I'm saying is that it's not necessarily that it's going to change it, but, like, if you're a gay man... And somebody is bashing you online, all you have to do is just all you can do is read it and not do anything about it like you you know what I mean like you yeah. can't you can't solve that, but if you're a gay man and you're standing there and somebody's looking at you in the eye right there at you calling you this stuff, you have the opportunity to punch them in the face. you know what i mean and and not that they're not gonna think that and not that you're not still gonna be hurt but well, see, what does it solve though? Just from doing that, and the same, and I'm talking real life and on social media. What does it solve to bash someone else or to defend yourself? Oh, it doesn't that, solve anything. Know? But I'm just and saying that's, that's my whole thing is solving it. You know, because if you don't, if you don't start somewhere and start digging yourself out of that hole as a as a like country as a world, like we're always just gonna have these same problems, but they're just gonna change. You know, it's gonna go from having problems with homophobia to having problems with religion and it's just going to keep flip-flopping to these different subjects and everybody has problems with everybody with the other side until when like what's the end game there's not it's never going to end i mean i mean you mentioned religion religion has been since the earth has been created you know basically there's been wars between religions and fighting because of religion you know I mean, and I'm not talking about just Christianity. I'm talking about all religions, yeah. you know. I mean, you had the Greek gods and then the Roman gods. Except and for maybe the Neanderthals. I'm pretty sure I'm, they were just worried about yeah, they might have. fire. And yeah, <laughs> they might have. But, <laughs> I mean, but then they worshiped fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you still kind of got that little bit of thing. Yeah, you know higher, what I mean? Higher beings. So... Which apparently this is so this is kind of off topic, but also at the same on the same topic, Neanderthals apparently are more susceptible to COVID. Like ne- people of Neanderthal. I don't know. I haven't like heard genes. that. I I didn't realize that Neanderthal genes were still even around. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan has them apparently. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I probably do because I got a great big old forehead. <clears throat> but yeah. I was thinking like those twenty three and Me or whatever they're called the genealogy oh, yeah. tests and stuff a lot of those will show you like what percent you are of those Neanderthal and whatever the other ones were Homo sapien Homo sapien and I think there's one more <laughs> now but yeah <laughs> apparently you're more susceptible to COVID I don't know if it's you're more likely to catch it or if you're more likely to die from it Yeah. I think it's more fatal if you're Neanderthal but huh. I don't think anyone's 100% Neanderthal yeah you know? I don't. I don't know. I mean, that I just. That was a weird. I've never. I didn't know that was even. I thought that, you know, we had evolved from Neanderthal, that oh, everybody yeah. was, was, 
homo sapien now. Nope. And I think that's funny because there was a guy in college, and I just, I mean, just kind of shows you how education system has failed the world. But um, uh, I was messing with him, and I said, man, quit being a homo sapien. And he thought I was calling him homosexual because yeah. a homo in front of yeah. homo sapien, you know. I said, I said, you're nothing but just a homo sapien. And I mean, he wanted to fight me because he thought I was calling him. I was like, I had to explain to him then right. homo sapien is a human, you know. And another funny thing is that, and I don't know why, and like I said, we just kind of circling all over the place, but um, uh, why do places like doctor's offices, for example, why do they need to know your race? You know, because there's this one doctor's office that I've been trying to get into and they had me fill out. They was so many paperwork. And, and the only reason I want to get into that one is because it's closer to my to where I live than where the current doctor I go to right. and just a primary doctor. But like I, they had all these forms I had to fill out. And like I understand like your name, date of birth, you know, stuff like that. But one, it asked me for my social security number and I wouldn't give them that because it was written down on a form, you know. Yeah. No. Nah. I'm not doing that. You know, once I get to the doctor's office, I'll do it. But I'm not doing it on a paper that I had to fax to you and it was sent through the fax machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm not giving you my social. And two is it asked me what my race was, but it just had a line there. So I put human. (laughs) 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 Because that's kind of the way I feel. You know? We're all part of the human race. Dude, that's great. You know? (laughs) That's great. Oh my gosh. Like, it didn't have an option for me to choose. You know, it just had a line for for you where you write it down. And so I put human. And <laughs> and and what's funny, though, is I haven't heard back from them. So that might have got me kicked. Is I because because I, mean, uh, I put that I was a human instead of, that's uh, so funny. Instead of anything else. Yeah, that's the best thing I've heard in a while. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, which apparently there are, like, biological. Which there's biological differences. Well, I know, like, you're more susceptible to certain diseases. Like, um, I know the African Americans are sickle cell, you know, anemia or whatever. They're more susceptible. Not saying that Caucasians cannot get that, but it's they're more susceptible to it than Caucasians are. Yeah. Um, and there's, I'm sure it's the same way with there's some Caucasians Mm -hmm. that are more susceptible to certain diseases than African Americans, but, um, I don't know. It, I just, uh, while we were talking about Neanderthals and stuff, made me think about how I said that I was a human. You know? <laughs> that is really funny. Yeah. But, I mean, but that's, think about it. That's the way the world should work, you know? We should just be human, you know? Yeah, I wish we could. We, um, I mean... If people weren't treated unfairly, I mean, that might be a possibility, you know? And it's not just one... It's not just one group either, man. Yeah. You know, that's the sad part. It's like I watched a sure. I watched a video the other day and um it was talking about the N word basically, but it was the N word with the A on the end. Okay. Alright. And um it was a white guy and a black guy and they were sitting there and talking about it. And it was about an hour long and I watched it. And um the white guy asked him like you know the with the a on it you had basically that you had turned 
you know, the the black community turned a word that had negative content to it, which would be the ER word, had turned that word into a positive one, which meant like brother, friend, you know what I mean? Yeah. By using the A on it. So why would that not be acceptable for white so people to say? Use within their community. And... And he specifically asked him, and and I agree with that. But, but he specifically asked him. He said, "Well, so you don't, you wouldn't like if uh, a a light skinned person said it, or a white person said it." He said, "And obviously, you're okay if a black person says it. But what about a Hispanic person? Would a, could a Hispanic person say it?" He said, "I don't have no problem with a Hispanic person saying it." He said, "What about an Asian person?" He said, "I don't have any problem with an Asian person saying it." That mentality. Is the part that gets me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I mean, only them. It. Now, if it's, like you said, it's only to be used within their community. Yeah. Okay, I'm fine with that. You There's know? There's also African Americans that don't like the word in either form. Yeah, and, and he was one of those. He don't like yeah. using it either way. And, you know, that, but, that just shows the difference. Yeah, because he thought, the, because he said that the word came from hate. But he said that he really doesn't like when white people say it. Yeah. You know, and so, I mean, I don't know. That just... Kind of circle in the round here. And I like that. Um, I know you don't listen to much rap, like mainstream rap at least. But yeah. J Cole released an album. Uh, it was this month or the end of last month. But I mean, he and he uses the N word a lot, but with the A on the end, you know. Yeah. And um, for this album, he bleeped them all out. Like anytime he said that, he bleeped it out, which I respect a lot because I, I feel like he's the first person I've. Seem to do that other than the radio, yeah. which they do all cuss words anyways. Yeah. But he just did those words. Yeah. I feel like is a it's a step in the right direction because that's a lot of where the white people feel the entitlement where they feel like they can say it, you know. Like, and that's what the white guy was saying in this podcast. He said, you know, he said I under, he said you know if you were just talking to your buddies and sitting around in the house and saying that, that's fine. You know, he said, but the part that gets me is that you got all these mainstream rappers and people that are set out there saying it. And then you got the white kids that are rolling down the street listening to this mm-hmm. and saying it because they're so singing the words, yeah, you know. It. Yeah. And so he said, and then they think that makes the white people think that they can say it, yeah. you know, and it'd be OK. Right. And so he's like, he, that was his whole point of what he was talking about, Yeah. you know, was that. Not that he wanted to say it, you know what I mean? It was yeah. just that, you know, he understands, you know, and and he, he's very proud that the fact that the black community was able to turn that word around from a negative context to a positive context. Yeah. You know, but the fact that, you know, a lot of people were okay with, you know, saying it like that and then knowing that people are going to sing it and say it, mm-hmm. you know... Unless you're gonna be okay with it, then you shouldn't do that. You know, is basically what he was saying. So that kind of ties back around to what what you were just talking about with him bleeping them out. You know, you know what I mean. I mean, yeah. if by doing that, that you know, that would help a yeah. lot. You know what I mean. And that's how I. Or think. not even do it. You know, um, you know, you want to talk to your friends about it, whatever. You know, that's fine. You know, you're talking about that. That's fine. But by mainstream rap. You know, or any rap. You know, we're yeah. putting it on YouTube, where you're saying that all the time. 
it's normalizing it, you know? And, and you got video games, you know, where people are chatting online, being racist on there. You got online, like Twitter and stuff. Yeah. People being, like, it's just so easy to say a word, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's just something that, you know, just, it's just as easy as saying I hate someone, which, I mean, no correlation. I mean, but, and once again, that goes back to what I was talking about a while ago. People wouldn't say it. If, if they were face to face, yeah, if there was yeah. the possibility that they were going to get punched in the face or whatever, yeah, then people wouldn't say it, and then it would just go away. Which I feel like <laughs> kind of like cancel culture, you know, PC, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I feel like that started with good intentions, kind of like a lot of things start with good intentions, because it was calling out people that were of power, who obviously were racist, which is important. Yeah. You, know, you don't want someone that hates a particular group of people, no matter <coughs> the groups, excuse me, no matter the group's ties, you know, you don't want someone, you just don't want someone hating a group of people, you know, yeah. and if you can call them out and make it known, then that's a good thing, but I feel like it's just been taken too far, I mean, yeah. just because you don't, if you wouldn't sleep with a, a woman who now has a penis, you know, a trans woman, a trans male, I mean, yeah. if you wouldn't do that and that makes you a bigot, yeah. no, that's my preference. Yeah. <laughs> it, and it's also like, you don't know what to call them because, you know, they've got boobs, yeah. but they still have a penis too, you know? Yeah. And you're like, which one are you? Yeah, you know, right. I mean, like, you know, I don't know. Are you a woman that was trying to get, that has become a man and you've had surgery or are you, you know... You don't that's, know. That's what I mean, really, and I'm, I'm, dude, I feel like I personally feel like I'm very open to that, like whole umbrella spectrum of people wanting to be transgender, non-binary. I mean, whatever you know, gay, straight, it doesn't matter to me. Like as long as you're a good person, but like that's the key. Yeah. However, when it comes to like the Olympics, which is what I've been seeing a lot of, yeah. they uh, they disqualified. I can't remember her name. Yep. Uh, for smoking weed tested positive for THC in her system. But then there was um, a trans woman from New Zealand who was participating in women's weightlifting. Yeah. How was that fair? <coughs> well, I don't know that that was the limit. The, uh, I don't know that that, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But I do know, I did see on another thing that a trans woman... I think is the correct term. It was was a dude, you know. Now as a woman, was a track runner, I believe, and or maybe there's a high she's jump a runner, or she's a track or something. It, it was something to do with the track, you right. know, sport. But they one of the tests that they do for the Olympics, you know, when they test for drugs or whatever, they also look for testosterone testosterone tests, yeah, uh, because that is a illegal substance, you know, right. and the and the qualifications for women is a lot lower than for men, you know, because men naturally produce testosterone. Yeah. So do women, do women naturally produce it? I think there's a little bit. It's such a small Yeah, amount. but it's just a really small amount. So their threshold was a lot smaller mm-hmm. than what the men's were. So when they were testing this the trans, woman? trans woman, her testosterone was a lot higher because she's actually a yeah, man. So it looked like she had been buffing. So, yeah, life. exactly. So so it kicked her. It, just, it disqualified her. Good. Because... Because her that testosterone is, is what level was advantage. too high. 
Exactly. Testosterone is what helps us build upper body strength. I mean, literally exactly. everything that differentiates, like, makes us different than women. Exactly. All of our extra strength, our, like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, that's from testosterone. Yeah. And so that was the big thing was that, you know, they're like, oh, they ought to, you know, take this into consideration. And like, no, they shouldn't, you know? Right. Because, you know, to me, that is just a person. I mean, who says that, I mean, if that's the case, they ought to compete with the men. You know? I mean, they don't have to be a man. You know, they can still be a woman and compete. I mean, there's women that play baseball, not major leagues necessarily. Right. But, you know, I mean, compete compete with yeah. the men. And, and then you would meet that threshold. It's such, you know? a, it's such a, like, a, a crappy situation because you're talking about, like, professional athletes, which are yeah. which Olymp- that, that Olympic athletes don't get paid, but they're still top-tier, highest, you know I mean? They're literally yeah. professionals at what they do. Yep. You know, for somebody that has trained for their entire life, if they were to get beat by someone who had an advantage because they had hormones that <laughs> the other, other women gender, didn't have, you know, that they, yeah. they shouldn't have, that's just unfair to me, especially like fighting. Yeah. Like when you oh, talk yeah. about mixed martial arts, if you, if you put a trans woman in with a, a biological woman, yeah. Like that is, yeah. Which I mean, I don't know how long it takes. I would imagine if you had been taking like testosterone blockers for 10 years. Like, your levels would be significantly lower than yeah. someone that had just started them last year. Yeah. And maybe still has the anatomy of yeah. the opposite. Yeah, I don't know how long that takes either. But, I mean, I just know that, like, that's the way it should be. You know, I mean, it, but but what really just kind of grinds my gears is, you know, we think about, we think back to, like, you know, uh, like you've mentioned before that, you know, this stuff like Jim Crow laws and stuff like that, you know, happened in our parents or, and definitely in our grandparents' generation. So yeah. it hasn't been that long ago. Well, it actually hasn't been that long ago since women have actually got rights, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that women have been able to participate in sports because up until, I can't remember the year it was, but I think it was Title IX um, the, the of the constitution was written in you know that basically you have to have the same number of men's sport women's sports as you do men's sports like in school systems right you know what i mean so they have the same sport yeah they have the same an equal number number of sports so they have the same opportunities to participate in these activities as the men did as the boys did right you see what i'm saying and so i feel like you're taking that from women you see what I'm saying? Because say you, I, and not saying that they're all going to do this, but the possibility is there that say you have a basketball player that is not good enough to make the boys team, but if he says that, hey, I'm actually a girl, yeah, he goes in there, but he's better than the the yeah. majority of the girls faster stronger yeah so he he can make the girls team he may not actually be this he can just say that he is yeah do you see what i'm saying you know what that's called cheating exactly that is literally the same as sitting at a family game night and stealing from the monopoly bank yeah you know? exactly it's yeah it's literally the same but you're talking about people that have spent their whole lives training for something yeah and at the same time, part of me says, dude, we're talking about sports here. Yeah. And sports, 
don't matter. In the, the in the big yeah. scheme of things, they don't have. I mean, it's literally just something you care about because you were raised on it, or it's something that you're super interested. In. It doesn't have any. Yeah. There's no survival aspect to it. Like you know, you're gonna live whether you compete or not. But at the same time, people do put so much effort into it. You know, and if someone puts that money, because and actually, I got off tro- topic here because I wanted to say, I think a, the the big thing is people uh, like uh, trans women when men make the switch to being a woman it's not the other way around like if a woman wants to like you know trans to a, a male yeah I don't feel like the gap is much smaller because you're talking about that person that that trans male is gonna have to overperform yeah you know? exactly they're, they're not they're gonna be at a disadvantage yeah you know in most cases yeah. especially like for strength things and yeah I mean, you know. Yeah. I just, that advantage part, that ability, it's opening the door for cheating. Yeah. And this kind of ties back. In sports anyways, yeah. cheating. <laughs> and this kind of ties back into a previous podcast where we were talking about, I'm pretty sure it was on a podcast where we were talking about where, like, the big thing a few years ago or whatever was when Target you didn't have to be a woman to go into the woman's bathroom. You go to whatever bathroom you choose to, right? Yeah. And I had stated that I didn't like it to be able to do that yeah. for the simple fact of my daughter. You know, that her knowing that somebody, a sexual predator, I don't care what they do, you know, it, it really doesn't matter to me. Yeah. You, you know, I, whatever. But the fact that somebody could cheat and say, oh, I identify as a woman, I'm going in the women's bathroom, and the next thing I know, you know, they're in there assaulting the woman. Now, the actual people, whatever, it doesn't bother me, but there's no way that I can differentiate. Right. You know, you can't differentiate the person that's cheating and the person that's real, you know? So the, the best thing in my mind to do is not allow it, or that you only have one bathroom mm-hmm. you know that would be the only other option you know and I'm fine with that you just have one big bathroom right and cause then stalls everywhere yeah that's what I'm just yeah. saying you know you just have one big bathroom yeah if that's the case and I'm okay with that it that don't bother me that would not be okay I mean yeah I mean that would definitely be Peeping toms and everything yeah. that you would have that women oh yeah would have to do yeah it. and that's the reason the bathrooms are separate right now anyway yeah is, is to keep men from looking at the women the only way to solve that is to have just like family restrooms, you know, where it's a single, a single stall, yeah. door locks, nobody yeah. else can be even remotely. Yeah, there. but could you imagine like going to a, like a stadium? A or something well, like not even. Stadium. Yeah, I'm thinking like a stadium, like yeah, where well, you got thirty thousand people at this place, and you, you got ten thousand Yeah, or <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need like two hundred individual bathroom doors, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because literally some of the stadiums I've been to, like in the men's bathroom, has literally just been a long line of trough. Yeah. A big trough. Have you ever peed yes. in one of them? Uh, the drag race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's just like a huge trough with water running through it. <laughs> you know, it's like you, you get like thirty. Right next yeah, to and you just get like thirty people in there, yeah. and you're peeing in this old, big old long, skinny bathtub. Yeah. You know. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, it is weird. Made me so uncomfortable. I did not like that. But, anyways, I think we've circled the wagons pretty good here, and yeah, it's been a got a good fifty minutes almost. So. Good. So we've, like it, right? yeah, it seems like it's went by pretty fast. But anyways, 
I don't know if anybody's even listening to us besides family or whatever, but I'm sure somebody will come we started at some point. We started uh we started this and said we didn't care if anybody's listening or not. So um, we just wanna talk. We just wanna talk. Instead of us sitting here talking about it and just us hearing it, we've decided everybody else to, to hear it as well and maybe maybe one day uh maybe one day we'll have some guests on here or something I know you had talked about you had a friend yeah um we'll have to play around with it and figure out how to do that I probably need to to hit him up and talk to him it's been a minute since I've talked to him so yeah and um but uh yeah thanks for listening to the Carpe Diem podcast so hope y'all have a wonderful week and we're gonna try to try to do these regularly but Life happens, man. Life so, happens. we'll we'll do them when we can do them. And oh my God, there's a Chihuahua balancing on a ba- basketball. Look at that. Sorry, we just kind of got sidetracked by the television that was on. But um, <laughs> is that not that's nuts. That's nuts. Look, look. Now he's changing. Look, he just jumped in that thing. Whatever that is. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Anyways, y'all have a good week and carpe diem. See you today.